This is Recruitment Agency Ignition with Andy Whitehead. Helping you build your recruitment employment business fast. Fast, fast. Using digital and automation and one-to-many systems, tools, and inbound strategies. Hey there and welcome. So on this session I'm going to be using my, my laptop, I'm going to be using my iPad, also going to be going into some case studies and really opening the, the doors and really showing what goes on underneath um, in successful campaigns to get grade A clients. So welcome to today's call. Today's call is on how to sign grade A clients using Maven webinars. Now you're here because you need clients. Now let me ask you a question. If you said to me, Andy I need clients, I'm going to say to you, what exactly do you need? You can say, well, I need, um, you might say I need a better way to get in front of clients. I might need to be able to scale my business by making more calls. I may need a way to get more leads in. Here's the thing. What I'm going to show you today will be something that you would have never seen before. Why? Because we're the first people to bring this into recruitment. We're the first company to bring this into recruitment. And that's why it works so well. So going back to Henry Ford. If, if I'd asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. So I'm asking you now to drop the mask. I'm asking you to drop your preconceptions about how you get clients. I'm asking you to move away from what you've been taught. I'm asking you to now embrace what's actually available. But you don't know what you don't know because you've not been shown. So for the next 60 minutes, drop the mask. So your question is, Andy, how do I get grade A clients coming to me? So coming to you so you're not chasing them. And that's what we want to focus on. Two key elements, grade A clients, not just any client. Clients who are ready to buy, they've got budget, and clients who know, like, and trust you. So you're not selling. And next, they come to you, it's inbound. How do we make that happen? Well, the system I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna show you the steps, has launched a six, seven figure business in 90 days. It's made one recruitment company go from $8,000 a month to six figures in less than half a year. It's made one business go from one person to five people in four or five months. On average though, if you apply this, my goal for everyone who moves forward with this is to double your business and to give you more freedom. And we do that by becoming an expert in the marketplace. So this system has launched 100K a month business. That business is now moving to sell for five to ten million dollars in less than a year. How? Systems. So the key word here is systems. These are big claims. It's not here to impress you, it's to impress upon you. As Henry Ford said, at the minute you're thinking, Andy, I want a faster horse. No. You want to know what's available. So let's jump straight into my iPad and let's get straight into what we're going to focus on today. So for those of you who've um been on webinars before, you know I'm huge into engagement, so I want to hear from you, I want to know what you think, I want to know what your questions are, and I want you to um, to really get involved. So this is what we're going to focus on today. I want you to shift, I want you to make some shifts from where you are now to where the, well, the really successful, savvy recruitment agencies are. 
and we work with agencies from one person up to multi 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 million pound some of our clients have got 60 70 consultants um, but around about half of them come to us as one one person they start their own new desk and they're, they're setting up a loan so this is where we're moving from this is where we're moving to so the from we're moving from you not being known if you're not known by your clients you're not going to get the clients simple as that we want to move to you being seen as a leader being a trusted advisor that's what we want to move from and to next I want you to move away from getting on the call and being told yep we're going to come to you we're going to use you so you get let down it's an awful place to be and it kills you and it demoralizes you and it's not nice so I want you to be seen as the one who gets the exclusive exclusive roles and for some of you focusing on retained business I want you to move away from having up and down months one month you've got clients next month you're struggling I want you to move into having predictable revenue I want you to move away from stress now I know because I speak to a lot of you how much it impacts your life it impacts your personal life it impacts your family life when you've got stress at work so we want to move into certainty and we do that when we know exactly what we've got hence the predictability and I want you to move away from having one two maybe five clients who might use you I want to move you into having 30 plus clients I want you to spread that risk I want you to spread that risk and that's really important if you've got a handful of clients now we're doing okay we're doing doing okay if you've got less than five to ten clients you may as well get a glass and put it on the edge of the table and wobble it because you're in a precarious position you need to have multiple multiple clients coming to you again and we do that by being the expert we do that by, by being the leader the KPI in the marketplace so what we want to be looking at is really focusing on a process so some of you might have seen what we do before but essentially the recruiter marketing machine brings you clients and it brings you candidates today we're focusing on the third part of this so the first part of the content canon brings inbound leads the second part filters out those who are high-class candidates and it filters out those clients who are actually eight nines and tens those who've got budget and those who trust you and the webinar bit is where we get authority it's where we get a transfer of trust and it's where we convert clients from being prospects into clients it's where we convert also candidates from being not knowing you to please place me but today we're focusing largely on the client piece so getting that authority getting one-to-many sales so with that said let's get into this so I want you to really be thinking about three core staples and lots of you I know have been following us now for for many years automation is going to be a key part of what we discussed today inbound leads will be a key part of what we discussed today predictable growth will be a key part of what we discussed today but what I'm going to show you you've not seen before we've got some upcoming trainings which are purely focused on automation I'm actually going to share with you the exact tools that we use and our clients use um, which means they never pick up the phone they never have to chase clients today though is how to get clients using Maven webinars why are you here today what exactly are you here for I'm assuming it's to get clients but what's the big problem you got with getting clients 
Let's give you 30 seconds to, to type in the box. Let me go to my um, laptop. We're going to focus on the client piece today. We're going to focus on showing you how to get clients using Maven webinars. So we're going to be moving really quick today. We're going to be moving really, really quick. So let me ask you a question. You're here to get clients. So how many clients do you have now? Next question, how many clients do you need? So one of the first things I always focus on is what's your outcome? Well, Andy, I want to be doing um, $500,000 this year. Okay, what's your average placement fee? It's $10,000. Okay, outstanding. So you need 50 placements. So we need 50 placements. Let's take out January and let's take out December. So then we then got 50 placements across 10 months. So we got then five placements a month. So just over one a week. So we need a volume strategy, but also a positioning strategy. So I want to know how many clients do you need? It could be you're in a marketplace where you get repeat business. So first question, how many clients do you have? How many clients do you need? Now what's the gap between the two? So if you have five clients and you need 15 clients, you've got a gap of 10. If you've got two clients and you need 20 clients, you've got a gap of 18. Now that gap is what we're going to focus on today. That gap is the number of clients you need your strategy to deliver. Why haven't you got the clients? You haven't got them because they don't trust you. They don't know you. They don't like you. Um, they've got an, a supplier at the moment. But at the moment, you're not their natural choice. So why is that? Why don't they know you? Why don't they trust you? Why are they trusting someone else? And that's what we need to focus on. So there is a reason why you, you currently, the clients, despite all the calls you make, all the emails you send out, there's a reason why you haven't got those clients. Let's dig deep on that now. So let me bring up my trusty iPad. So there's two reasons why you haven't got the clients you want. In fact, I'm just going to redo that. Change the pen. There are two reasons why you haven't got what you need. Number one, they don't trust you. They don't trust that you can actually fulfill their, their requirements. They don't trust you can have a candidate and deliver a candidate that be on site in two years time. They don't trust you. And the second reason why you're not getting what you want clients are not committing to you. You may have a telephone call with a client. You might relate to this. You have a telephone call with a client. Yep, yep, we'll definitely use you. And what happens? They go dead. You chase them up. They don't get back to you. Tomorrow, I'm going to make 20 calls. Two or three of them are going to come through. I know they are. And it's a horrible place to be. You haven't got that commitment from the client. So why is that? Well, this is what we generally see. Last year, we trained over 12,000 recruiters. This is what we see time and time again. Most recruiters do this. First off, they make calls. They make calls to their, their clients. They might find the second Thursday of the month and they call clients sporadically. They call clients intermittently. Just They might even be very, very disciplined with it, but they're still calling clients and they've just that, you're an annoyance, you're a pain in the bum. It's like someone knocking on your door selling you um, cleaning products. You don't want that. Next, some recruiters, they do a bit of social media. 
I've read somewhere if you if you post a blog, they will come to you and they'll see you as an expert. Has it worked? No. But is it better than nothing? Of course it is. You're going to get a little bit of um, trust, a little bit more commitment. Now, how about if you change your model? How about if you get others endorsing you? How about if the same people that your clients looked up to, i.e. mavens, by the way, the ma a maven um, is an industry expert. So say, for example, you work in Java development and your decision makers are Java development program managers or pro um, team leaders. They look up to world-class authors, world-class speakers in Java development. So they're called mavens. So how would it be if the mavens endorsed you? Be pretty good. Be pretty good. Now, how about if you create a strategy whereby what we call launch, you do a strategy whereby every two to four weeks, another maven, a world-class speaker, is endorsing you. They're endorsing you. So you can shout and scream about how wonderful you are, but the very same people your clients look up to are saying, you need to listen to... Andy at ABC Recruiting. He's outstanding. I'm doing a webinar with him. Now, how about if you automated that process? So every two weeks, a webinar happened with a world-class speaker who endorsed you. You had a launch, what we call a launch system, which gives you exposure. So when you do your webinar, the entire marketplace knows you're doing a webinar with this world-class speaker. And the result of that is this. You start to get inbound leads. And when you go through the process two, three, four times, you get an immense amount of inbound leads. So the analogy I use is this. And my clients from the inner circle on the call, um, the first time you run through it, it's like that ride at the park. You push it around when you're a kid. You push it around the cylinder ride. You push it around the first revolution, really tough. Second, it gets mo moving a bit easier. The third revolution, it's almost going by itself. The fourth, it's flying. That's what we're dealing with here. So then what starts to happen is you start to get the retained business. The heroes, the people your clients look up to, are endorsing you again and again and again. And what happens is this. You get... The client's coming to you. You get the inbound leads. You get the inbound leads. And you don't just get a few inbound leads. You get literally hundreds of inbound leads. Big claim. I'll show you some metrics. You can run a webinar and have 300 plus prospective clients on the webinar. How many calls would it make for you to even get through to, a, to, to that amount of clients? How many calls do you need to make? 5,000, 10,000? You've got 300 on a webinar listening to you and you've got a world-class speaker, a maven, endorsing you. So you've got this transference of trust and that's where the magic happens. You get this trust and then you start to get the client commitment. It works like gangbusters. So let me ask you a question. Where are you? Are you making calls? You're doing a little bit of social media and getting no results. Whereabouts are you? And where do you want to be? 
So let's focus on you getting more trust. And let's get the clients committing to you. While you're doing that, let's get back into the next steps then. So what we're going to cover next is this. I'm going to cover the three mistakes that are killing off agencies. I'm going to cover the four-step framework so you can actually apply this in your business. I'm going to show you how to implement it, your own system. Now, most of you know me. My name's Andy Whitehead. I help recruitment agencies grow by two to ten times using purely online inbound, inbound marketing strategies that work. Some of you might have seen me on the various channels, but I think most of you know me by now. Now, what clients say, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have a business. I've been talking to all of my colleagues in different industries and they're just tired of listening to me. Most of them don't even know what I'm talking about. Very few people are even doing this regardless, regardless of industry. What we're doing is groundbreaking. Now, if you're saying to yourself, can these strategies really get me 2x to 10x to the clients? Yes, they can. Look at this. We're recording getting the slides put into a presentation from the webinar. I have a list of 30 people that can't come but want the content. We're looking at potential circa 70 meetings off the back of this. Now, I don't know how long it takes you to get 70 meetings. Seven zero meetings. How many calls does your business need to make? This was a one-man business when he started. He's now trebled. Well, he's done more than that now. 70 meetings off one strategy. Now, Mike Wormsley, if you go to recruitmenttraining.com, there's my um, ugly mug in the, mid in the middle under management training. Recruitmenttraining.com is the biggest portal for online training in the world in recruitment. Um, I know what's in it because I was actually asked to help grow it and I, was, I know what's inside it. Awesome. Mike's an outstanding guy. Mike runs that portal. Mike says it's the most innovative techniques he's ever seen to get candidates and clients without using the phone. Let's say I'm there on the front page of it. Now, let me ask you a question. Why do recruiters try and get new clients? Why do they try and get retained business, exclusivity, and they fail? Well, the last survey we ran was, was quite horrifying in terms of some of the results. 93% said they're either thinking of quitting, going back to a desk working for the man, so the stress knocks them out. The stress of running their own business and not getting clients in knocks them out. They miss their children. They've even had marital problems. Their wife-husband arguments. Some have been left. It's just unreal what's going on. All this stress because they can't get, get the business. And ultimately worrying about disappearing. So let me ask you a question. Why do you think so many recruiters struggle to get clients? When other people can go out there and bring on 70 new meetings from one strategy. Well, this is the thing. Recruiters are doers. You're not failing to get clients because of effort. The fact is, we are probably the hardest working profession in the world. Wouldn't you agree? We are the hardest working profession. Now, imagine if you could put that effort into um, an ROI. Actually, got something back. But we're not having the, the inability to get clients is not because of effort. There is a blueprint, there are steps to follow. And the real, the real sad thing is, if you're making outbound calls, if you're not getting clients come to you, you've been set up to fail. And that's because you've been, you've been shown a BS way of actually trying to get clients. Sending out emails and then I'm gonna phone them a day later. Picking up the phone. I'm gonna make 50 calls today. I'm gonna to send out 10 LinkedIn messages. I'm gonna post on my blog. I've been told that works. It's absolute BS. Even going to a job fair, going to networking, God, my heart skips when I hear those horrible words. 
Now there's three signs your model to get new clients is either broken, and that also applies to senior candidates. It's broken or it's slowing you down, but it's gonna at some point fail. Now the first sign is this. If your emails or your calls to clients are not getting responses, guess what? You haven't got a process that you can scale. You haven't got a process that's even paying you now. If your emails and calls are not getting responses, you've got a problem. Number two, if you're looking to find open roles on job boards and you try and reverse engineer who it is, so you go to um, Monster, you go to whichever job board you go to, you then backtrack the steps, you find out who the client is, and then you contact the client, that role is already in the marketplace. That role's probably got 10 recruiters on it. So you're chasing that poor candidate like everyone else. You're in a contingent space. It's not a healthy place to be. So if you're finding roles on open job boards, that is just a bad place to be. Bad place to be. It's almost unwinnable. And that's going to cause you more stress than anything in terms of actually getting a process that you can scale. You can't scale that way. Next step. If you can relate to this, you are, you've been promised roles, you've you spoke to a client, you've met, met a client at an event or something you've been referred, yeah, we'll definitely use you, we'll definitely use you. And guess what? You wait, you wait, you wait, you wait. Can you relate to that? And the client says, yeah, we're going to use you. And then you send out a message, just reaching out, just touching base. Do you want to go for coffee? And guess what? Nothing happens. That's not a good place to be. If you can relate to any three of those, your model is broken. Now there is a solution. The solution that your um, your director is going to tell you is it's really simple, and it's a stressy hit and hope solution. And it's as simple as this: let's make more calls and let's send more emails. That's how we're going to grow. Making more calls, sending more emails is not the way you're going to grow. That is just hoping on luck. That is going to give you up and down months. Going to give you inconsistency. It's going to give you inconsistency. If you can relate to this, a good month, you've got a client, you're trying to find candidates. Bad month. Trying to find a client, trying to find a client. Got a couple of candidates, though. Good month. Up and down, up and down, up and down. That is not a good place to be. It's an awful place to be. If you can relate to that, then your business is nothing more than a lottery. Nothing more than a lottery. And that's why most recruiters think, yep, marketing is what I need. I need a way for clients to come to me. I need a way that I can be front of mind. I need a way that I can have more exposure than my competitors, but it doesn't work. And you're right, most of it fails. But you can turn your lottery, your business, into predictability. And that's where you need to make that shift. Move from a lottery into predictability. So let me ask you a question. You want grade A clients. What's the hardest part for you to get grade A clients? Is it getting past gatekeepers? to get an exposure. So, there's three steps to get an A player player client coming to you. Grab a pen and paper, do that now. Grab your pen and paper and do that right now. I'm watching you. (laughs) Right, so number one. The first thing is this. To get A player clients coming to you, you can write all the blogs you want, you can shout and scream about yourself all you want, but to get clients coming to you, you must be the expert they know. And you must be the expert they know and trust above the noise in the market. Above the noise in the market. 
So you must get above that noise in the marketplace. Now, Andy, to be a um, an expert, I've read it. You got to have ten thousand hours of you know. I have to write hundreds and hundreds of pieces of content. I'm no. Ten thousand hours to be an expert. You use that Maven who's in, invested ten thousand hours. Use that Maven to endorse you. Now, why do we do that? The reason is this: that Maven is trusted by your client. So we now need to make that Maven transfer his trust to you. So, for example, some of you um, never never heard of me, sort of four or five years ago. And then I had the biggest trainers in the world in recruitment saying, listen, we train in recruitment, but we don't know how this stuff Andy's doing. We have Mike Wormsley, we had Roy Ripper, we have Mark Stevens, we have Mark Whitby. All these guys saying, you need to listen to Andy. We, we don't train, uh, train our, our own clients in this. You need to listen to Andy. No one else does this. Transference of trust. Your clients look up to certain individuals. Those are mavens. If your clients aren't buying from you, Two reasons, they don't trust you, they're not buyer ready. So what we need to do is make sure you become the expert. So how do we do that? We need to be ensuring that we choose the right maven. The right maven. So let's switch to my iPad. So the first thing is this. We need to make sure we get the maven that your clients know, like, trust, even love. I mean the ones they are almost sycophantic over. The, the, the best of the best. We've, we've um, got a template. So you, any maven you need, you send that to your mavens. We've had uh, members who've got um, the trade and development people, a uh, person from the United Nations. We've had uh, Barack Obama social media person. We've had members of parliament. We've had... Um, uh, Leo Dryman, the guy to George Former Grills to Wall Street. We've had uh, government people. We've had big, big names. You can get huge names to be mavens to endorse you. But they must fill three criteria. So it's not just pick anyone. There's criteria. And it's called the triple P criteria. First off, the maven you choose... must solve a problem for your client. So most of your client's biggest problem, they're not sitting there thinking, I need a recruiter who's, who um, can come along and find me really good candidates. That's not their biggest problem. The problem's normally nothing to do with recruitment. Next, your maven must have proof. He must have social proof as a world-class speaker. He must be an expert, and I mean a world-class expert someone that your clients look up to and then the actual topic itself must fulfill a promise and when you get this sweet spot that's where the magic happens so when you choose a maven it's not just a case of going out and getting someone in the marketplace if it was it'd be very simple as an actual set of steps you go through but you want to be focusing on the triple P the problem must be a problem for your client and a big problem that keeps them awake at night. There must be proof that your maven is world class and the actual topic must fulfill a promise 
that's now an acute pain for your client an acute pain so the pain is something that exists now and it's acute so the promise must fix the problem when you get the combination of this you've got something that is so attractive to your clients I need to attend that I need to go and watch that so they the clients now come to these webinars which you're holding a webinar with a world-class speaker and your clients don't know you the first time you run it the first time they don't know you they might have zero the second time they see you, you might go to 30% because both times there was speaker one speaker two the third time well this guy's now been on with three of my biggest my almost my heroes fourth time now they really they're really trusting you now fourth speaker how on earth is this recruitment company giving away such value with these world-class speakers I look up to for free how's that working now what happens is this your clients don't trust you they don't trust you so we've got what we call the ladder of trust in fact just going to um, delete that let's do it down here so you've got a ladder of trust zero ten so the first time the clients hear from you you can be down here probably but then you start doing these webinars and you could do a webinar and talk about yourself or talk about your business and you might move up a little bit but when you get world-class speakers authors endorsing you you go from zero up to five next time up to eight so your clients now start to trust you you get a transference of trust from the maven to you you get this trust transfer happening and guess what you haven't done a lot it's implicit now when you combine that with your clients they're now starting to trust you you need to have automation in place and the automation is then going to ensure that your clients when they're ready they're going to come to you so you might approach a client and they're not buyer ready they don't have budget they they're on holidays they may be in handover some new owns that part of the business but they're not buyer ready so it's not being buyer ready here now if you approach a client which I'm sure you do once a month you catch them they might be down here or you might get lucky and they're up here but you're contacting them once a month once per calendar month so you're really you're just shooting in the dark just almost like um like darts you're trying to get lucky but you're probably going over here so what you want to do is you want to have a system whereby every single week probably twice a week three times a week you're communicating with them so you're communicating when they're down here but also when they're up here now wouldn't it be useful rather than contacting them once per month you're contacting them say five to ten times a month even twenty completely up to you you decide we recommend between five five and ten times a month and we've got um, a sequence you should follow but then you're going to find them when the buyer ready now when you combine that with you're now trusted 
you could approach a client and they're ready and they're ready to move forward they got budget but you're down here and they don't trust you it doesn't matter when you contact them if they don't trust you they're not going to buy from you but if you're up here on the ladder of trust which you get from the mavens and you combine that with a system where you're front of mind guess what you get paid you get the roles so that's what we need to be focusing on so you don't need to be that expert you get the transference of trust now you're thinking Andy will clients really come to my webinar well look at this first of all top Barry well I'm looking at my LinkedIn profile I've had 8,518 8, profile views in 90 days so 3,000 profile views a month I'm not sure how many you get that's un unreal that's because he's been applying the Maven strategy I'm going to actually take you through the exact pages and the exact setup that Barry uses if you look at the bottom left hand side happy days look at the right I've got 301 happy days look to the right 301 attendees for my webinar these are all prospects these are all new clients Matt look at Matt just had a target client it's a director from leading fashion retailer opt into my Maven webinar they do come to you now why do you need this well you need it because it gets clients coming to you you're not seen as just a recruiter any longer if you're seen as just another recruiter you can scream and you can shout about your business all you want clients will not come you need that transference of trust it's so important I'd hedge my Maven webinar against you sending out 10,000 emails I'd win every time because the Maven's going to endorse me now number two think systems while you sleep think systems while you sleep so we talked about being buyer ready so you want to make sure that the client contacts you or you contact the client when they're ready so we talked about being buyer ready so when they get budget they're at a 10 when they haven't they're down at a zero there might be somewhere in between but you want to make sure that you're in front of mind when they are ready to move forward all the time you're the first person they call so how do you do that well if I was in charge of your business if I was going to show you how to set up your your strategy to bring in new clients we'd be focusing on in fact I'm going to change that again let me just I've got a new pen today for my um, iPad <laughs> exciting stuff when you when you're into your um, into your toys so if I was in charge of your your client leads if I was in charge of you bringing in clients what I want to do is focus on big numbers I want to focus on scale I want to focus on automation so really what I see time and time again from from clients is is the following the way they approach their their client systems they're either inconsistent on this end or they're consistent down that end or the very hands off so it's done for me or the very hands on so these are four variables I see time and time again in in agencies now really if you're inconsistent and you're hands on that means you're working hard but you're you're still inconsistent you're still front of mind only maybe once a month or once a week you're inconsistent the chances are you're chasing 
So the bottom left hand side, you're chasing. The chances are you've got no system. You're just doing this ad hoc. You, you're doing this manually. So what does that do? It causes you stress. And then that gives you the up and down months, which is not where you want to be. So if you're inconsistent and you're manually, hands-on, chasing clients, trying to get in front of clients, you haven't got a system. You're, you've, you're probably stressed. It's up and down. Now, if you're hands-on but you're consistent, well, you're still manual because you're hands-on. You're probably reactive because you're consistently trying to, I need to be in front of clients, I need to be in front of clients, I need to be sending out some form of material. But it's very reactive because you're dealing with business. So that gives you the good month and it gives you the bad month. Not a good place to be. Now, if you're up here, if you're up here and you're inconsistent and you're hands off, guess what? You don't have a business. You're treating it as a, as a, as a toy. You're not treating it as a business. You're not taking things seriously. If you're hands off, so you're actually, you're not, you haven't got any systems in place, you're not doing it manually, and you're still not in front of clients, and you've still not got lead generation tools up and running, if you still not, haven't got those in place, you don't have a business. You've got just pressure. You've got pressure, and you've got a pain. And you've definitely got something that's not scalable. That isn't a place to be. That is not a place to be. Now, where we want to be is here. We want it to be hands-off, so it's done for you. We want it to be consistent. So what we want is for you to be front of mind when they're buyer-ready, be front of mind to, to gain that trust, and buyer-ready. We want to be front of mind as you're building relationships over and over again. In the background, we want to be having incoming leads every single day. And we want to add value. And when you stack all that up, guess what you get? You get integrity. Your clients see you as someone completely different from your competition. And it decreases the time you spend in it. So where you want to be is here. You want to be hands-off. And you want to be consistent. That's where you want to be. You want to be up here. You want to have automation. You want to have a relationship building. You want to be seen as a leader. You want to have authority. You want to be have that trust. So you want to combine being the mavens endorsing you. So you get the ladder of trust. So the mavens endorse you. So the trust element, done. And then you want to be front of mind. So when they're buyer ready, guess who's there? You. So that's where we want to be focusing our time. We want to be focusing on building relationships, getting transference of trust, incoming leads. We want to be doing that through the top right-hand side. That's where you want to be spending your time. This is where the Holy Grail is. Does that make sense? I'll type in the box. Just let me know if that makes sense. Now, the reason why you need it is this. You don't have the time to email or call hundreds, thousands of prospects every time you need to be bringing on new clients. You just don't have the time. And if you do try and do any of those, the inconsistent routes, the hands-on routes, it's a one-way route to burnout, stress, failure. It's not a good place to be. So the third thing I want you to do is this. I want you to think about the following. I want you to think about contacting hundreds at a time. 
rather than you trying to get one or two clients in per month I want you to focus on let's think big on this if I'm using a digital system it doesn't matter if I'm sending out um, one or five hundred or five thousand for me it happens once so why wouldn't you think big so I want you to think hundreds at a time so if you think about what the Maven strategy is actually going to do for you in using webinars to to endorse you what it looks like is, is this as a as a set of steps bear one second so what it looks like is this now what you might do at the moment is I'm not used to this new pen am I let me just change that if we break this down into intersections it's making it really simple so at the moment for you to go out there and actually get clients you might pick up the phone you might call you might send out an email now wouldn't it be great if you had a system whereby it automatically brings in thousands of inbound leads to your website to you every month so we do that with a content cannon which is part of the, the recruitment marketing machine now for you to actually bring in and get in front of clients so to get in front what you might be doing now is calling and sending emails what you should have is an automation tool that's bringing thousands of inbound leads to you every single month and we do that with let's say the content cannon now if you've got all these leads coming to you they're coming to you because they're coming to see the maven they're coming to see the world-class speaker they don't know who you are but they're going to come and see this webinar because you've got a world-class speaker on your marketplace so they're going to come to you so what happens next we need a conversion tool now when you convert now you probably do it on the phone you probably do that on the phone so you probably have a conversion tool whereby you speak to clients on the phone now that again you're doing this one-to-one -one. now wouldn't it be great if you had a conversion tool whereby a conversion tool where you do it one and you can speak to hundreds of clients at a time now that's what you can do on a webinar that's what you can do on a Maven webinar so the Maven and the Content Canon are bringing all these leads to you on the webinar you're going to speak to a hundred hundreds of clients at a time now how do we actually get the sale how do we actually deliver now you might at the moment when you do this you probably get the client by chasing up and you get the sale on the phone you might do it face to face but it's one to one now if you're speaking to 100 clients at a time of those 100 a percentage are going to say I want I want you to find me these roles straight away they're gonna say yes another percentage are gonna say let's talk another percentage is gonna go into an automated follow-up process but if you break down those hundred clients on the phone you're gonna get a percentage saying can you find can you find me these clients now and So I've really enjoyed the webinars you've been doing with um, with Mike with Mark with, with, with Tanner these guys are awesome the world-class speakers I look up to I'd love to um, that's what they're thinking obviously let's speak can you find me the following another subset I can say send me more information another percentage and those who are not buyer ready yet because they 
they may not have heard of you before or they don't have budget they go into an automated follow-up process so your thousands come into your conversion tool they're coming to you so it changes dynamic you're not chasing them they're coming to you so these thousands hundreds thousands clients and candidates are coming to your conversion tool on the conversion tool you hold your webinar to 100 clients on the back of that so the maven speaks for 30 minutes you host it and then on the back of that they go through um, a call to action some are going to say yep can you find me these clients some are going to say can you send me more information about your agency I've never heard of you before and some are going to not be ready at the moment they're going to an automated follow-up sequence so you nurture them and they go back into the process and they come to the next conversion tool and after at least a second third time they're then going to they're going to know you they're going to like you they're going to trust you so there's no outbound calls going on it works extremely well so what we got is really a process whereby you're now focusing on talking to hundreds of clients at a time not one now wouldn't it be easier like I'm now speaking to um, hundreds of you now wouldn't that save me an awful lot of time to do this where I speak to you one at a time exactly the same principle so you, you need this because clients are receiving messages from firms just like yours every single day so they're receiving messages from firms just like yours every single day but when they get a message from you saying I'm doing this webinar with these world-class speakers who you look up to they're going to attend and then when you automate it and you contact hundreds at a time what you do is you speak to the eight nines and tens so those who are saying can you find me these roles obviously speak to them those who said tell me more about your business send me this information you speak to them those who are not ready they're not buy ready they're ones to sevens you go into an automated follow-up sequence now what sort of numbers can you deal with the content strategy took my traffic from 100 in April to almost 15,000 for May this is 2015 that's website visitors website visitors now I'm not sure, I'm not sure how much traffic you get from your website now I'm not sure how, what strategies you've got in place whereby you can increase this this is Ardy, a member of Inner Circle by the way Ardy's a great guy um, what you're looking to do is bring as many clients to you as possible without you chasing them they come to you it changes the dynamic when they come to you so let's do this let's have a live walkthrough of a real life campaign so you can actually see what it looks like remember before I mentioned Barry got 301 registrations to his webinar 301 clients came to his webinar that's immense so let's look at what it actually looks like how do we actually make this happen so let me bring up my um, this is Barry's website BIMREC so Barry came to us and in January he uh, he um, identified on our first planning strategy we've got a new area we can work with a new, a new, um, there's a new project happening in the UK so what we did was identify right we got someone we can really leverage here we can take advantage of this and, and really do well so what we did this is the first page so, so this is what um, Barry's um, first page looks like so for the webinar this is where he gets registrations so this is where clients come to clients come to this page they come to this page to listen to David Fries the CEO and chair of SEC NSCC from the BIM group so clients are coming to listen to him so we've, we've got a template we use on this page so the clients come to this page, fill out the details, 
fill out the details on this page, come to this page. So you say, thank you, I'll go to over deliver on the, on the content you asked for within our series of BIM webinars. So this is all text that Barry's got from, um, apart from the swearing Barry, um, that we've got from our, our templates. So we click on here, so now the, the client's now registered. They've said, yeah, I want to see this webinar with, um, what was the gentleman's name? I want to see this webinar with, with David. David's someone to look up to. They come through to this next page, and so now they go into our database, they've entered their email address, they go into our database. So that client's now on our database, we can now nurture them. Next, I'm going to click on here. So say, continue below to complete the short survey and receive the slides in advance of the webinar. So give them a reason to actually complete a short survey. So click on this, and this is where they come to. So look at the questions. Um, what questions have you got for, for David on the webinar? What are the biggest challenges you're facing in your, with BIM right now? So that could be whatever niche you're in. It could be within Java, within SAP, within um, SAS, whatever. What size are your current team? BIM Rec BIM Rec enjoy bringing you the best experts. Please list any specific problems or topics you're interested in. Where do you envision needing BIM recruitment experts in the next three or six months? See what we're doing here. We're basically asking them what needs have they got? What hiring needs have they got? So by holding a Maven webinar, you bring hundreds of clients to your webinar. Clients who don't know you, don't look up to you, but they look up to your Maven. Then they come here. Then they fill out a survey. So we do that using our, our templates. But this is what happens. What does it actually look like? So even before the webinar, so if you can imagine on the webinar, on the webinar itself, you're actually going to say to, say to them, um, for more information, do this. Um, if you'd like us to source for you, do this. I'm actually going to take you through the steps in a second. But even before the webinar, when they complete that survey, these are the sort of responses you get. So you normally get, when you've been through the process, about 50% responses. So if 100 clients come, get 50 clients giving you leads. So look at this. The question up here, or underneath the, uh, the box, it says, are you looking to hire BIM, um, BIM staff in the next three months? Um, if you look at the bottom, yes, not sure, no, yes, no, possibly, yes, not ready, yes, maybe, could be, yes, in UAE, no, highly likely, yes. Look at the times. We've got 5.22 a.m., 6.22, 8 8.41, 9 a.m. So all those leads at the bottom of the page came in on one day. So would it be easier for you to follow up with clients who've told you that? They've come to you, even before the webinar, to follow up with those leads. So before the webinar, you get these sort of leads. Now on the webinar, you're actually going to tell them and you're actually going to get them to say to you what do you want me to source for, which I'm going to take you through right now. So how much more useful would that be for you in terms of actually getting leads for your clients? They're coming to you. They're telling you what they need. It's awesome. Now you're probably thinking, Andy, it sounds good, but can I really get world-class mavens for free? Can I get world-class speakers for free? Yes, you can. Now, listen to the following. I want you to listen to the following and think... and jot down this. How can you get speakers for free? This is from someone who's actually applied this and uh, trebled his business in less than six months. Did more business in um, the first six months of the year than he did in, in the entirety of last year. It's gone from one person to three people in six months. This is the guy who got 70 meetings off one event. One event. So I want you to take note of the following. How to get speakers for free. How it's so much easier than you expect to get speakers are free. The value that it gives your clients and how they respond when you apply the Maven strategy and how we actually enjoy recruiting again. But ultimately, 
how he got 30 clients from the first time he ran it. 30 clients. Now I don't know what your figures are, but I want you to jot down these. So how you get speakers for free, how much easier it is than you expect, the value it brings to your clients, and how you can actually enjoy what you're doing. But ultimately, let's be honest, you want to get paid. So listen to the following. This is from a inner circle call. Didn't feel like sales calls because you were pitching an event, and that now is is all we do. We pitch events to clients, and ne I never even mention the word recruitment until I'm you know after the event has happened and I'm face to face with them having a coffee, and then we turn it into you know recruitment and when are they next recruiting and would they would they use us on an exclusive basis? So to try and put some sort of actual quantifiable metrics on it, I think to compare now to before it sort of isn't fair because what we were doing before was had such less value uh, and we were doing less of it that it, you know they just weren't getting anywhere near the results and it was just so less it was which wasn't enjoyable that was that's the biggest thing for me whereas now you know pitching an event you know it's strategy we've got when we're doing it we know when, how many calls we're going to be making and when we're going to be doing it and it's it's, it's good fun it's enjoyable and, and either people can't come or, or don't want to come because it might not be relevant to them the feedback's always fantastic you know let me know what you do when you're doing the next one if you ever do an event around x y and z please do let me know so it's just a completely different relationship that we now have and much more enjoyable it's great but the, the, we're, Sorry, go on. I was going to say we also had that, you know, the, the third, the third speaker, the the firm that he works for were really umming and ahhing, and I sort of was a bit confused as to why. And then when I just had, to, you know, had that conversation finally, and it was like getting these people on the phone, it's difficult. But when I had the conversation, they just said, "Well, we just can't decide um, how much to pay you." And you know, I was like, "Well, that's that's really nice, but you know, there's no need to pay us. It's it's a you know a beneficial event for for you and for us. You're going to speak at our event, which makes us credible, and and you get the opportunity to pitch to a load of potential clients. So once they understood that, they they literally bit my arm off. So it was great. And the other thing I was going to say just about that last point as well was my sort of plan for you know that was the six weeks or seven weeks, but my plan for the following twelve was you know my model is fifty clients that give you one job a year rather than five clients that give you fifty jobs a year because I got burned quite badly in the Lehman crash. So that's always been you know spread my risk and this is a really really good way to facilitate that and you know the amount of clients that one have given us business but two have actually said they give us their next exclusive job and also people that just would like to work with us going forward is now it's it's, it's a big number compared to what it was it's, you know it's really really big probably I'll probably say almost 30 clients now whereas before it was literally three or four um, and that's again through live events and the webinars that we've done so it's great well actually the biggest thing for me is that genuine belief and uh, support and guidance to saying trust me if you use our techniques you can get the thought leader around that regulation to speak at your event which you know in December while I was thinking about making the phone call to you that was what I was just there's no way I'd be able to attract someone like that to you know my little event with you know who, who would care about it and that was probably the biggest thing for me and, and, the, and the strategy you can put in place of ensuring that that is actually quite an easy process um, so yeah that that was that was that was massive for me and I was literally I'm I still am a little bit out of surprise about how easy that was so there you go yes apologies for the uh <laughs> The, the black screen there at the end. But what did you learn from that? We said, 
got speakers for free. It was easier than he thought it'd be. He gave great value to his clients, and he's actually enjoying recruitment again. But ultimately, 30 clients the first time he ran it, and he had three or four before. So 10x the number of clients for one, one actual event. So when you do a webinar event, it can literally scale extremely quickly. Now remember the actual process we're dealing with. So we've got the content canon. So that's where you actually bring the, um, you market your event, the Maven marketing the event, and they come to you. Next, you filter out the, the, the target kickers from the real players. So that's where you get CVs, and that's where we've got the survey complete there. So you've got leads straight away. Also added to your database. Then on the Maven webinar itself, on the webinar itself, you can also get leads direct from the webinar. You can get appointments direct from the webinar. Get sales direct from the webinar. So I want to focus on that bit next. Actually getting live on the webinar, getting clients and getting appointments and actually getting sales. Let's focus on that. Now, I know you because I know what you're probably thinking, Andy, it sounds good, but this must take ages to do. It must take months to get this set up. It must take months. It doesn't. You can get this from your very first event. Now, Alex just said it took seven weeks what he did there. So I wanted to get ROI in the first first 90 days. He did it in seven weeks. Probably 50 times. Now, I want you to think about what I just said. Actually, getting clients live on the webinar. So take down the following. Why is a webinar different from just emailing your, your prospects, your clients? Write this down. Next, why are clients more likely to, to take action and contact you on a Maven webinar? How many clients can you get signed up from the very first webinar? And how much was the value of the searches you got from the very first webinar? So I want you to think about this. Why is a webinar different from just emailing or calling your prospects? Why are clients more likely to take action on a webinar? I want you to really think about that. Let's listen to this. This is from, from Charles. This is from the very first webinar he ran. Very first webinar. And Charles is a guy who's, uh, I think he admit, very old school, not technical. Did it straight away. Did it straight away. Now listen to the following. You know, the webinar is very different because the webinar is interactive. Um, while you do have to create a storyboard, what's so good about doing a webinar is you're not alone. Um, one of the things that that if, if not for Andy I would have done a webinar but it would have been a useless webinar it would have been one in which myself and somebody else on my team did all the presentation but you know if you're the end user listening to the webinar you got or the attendee you got to think to yourself yeah I'm not sure if I believe these guys because there's no other speaker or nobody else validating anything See, that's important about other people validating you. You know, the webinar is very different. The end user, because... Let's pause that a sec. See what Charles said there. If you hold a webinar by yourself up front, there isn't a transference of trust. So you need to be following the triple P that I said before. You need to make sure you've got the right mavens who your clients look up to. It's really important. It validates you and it validates your agency. So really take note of that. You got to think to yourself, yeah, I'm not sure if I believe these guys because there's no other speaker, nobody else validating anything. Yep. So I would have done it the wrong way. So the right way, 
with having over 100, our, our max, because of our go-to-webinars, 100. Mm -hmm. And we didn't want to do any more than that, to be honest with you, the first time out. Yep. Um, so while we had more than 100 at registered for attendance, and we got three speakers um, that, you know, well-known speakers. One was a, a senior VP of a well-known company, and the other two were, one was a was a VP of talent acquisition for a company, and the third was an HR VP. Awesome. And you picked up a search from that webinar, the first one, didn't you, Charles? Yes, we, we picked up a search from that. And what was that search worth to you? Um, it was a rich, it was 54, 54K actually. 54K. So let's just recap the results Charles has gone through here. What Charles has done. So that's Charles. And the reason why I shared that, Charles is a guy who is, um, he admits, not technical at all. But the very first time he ran it, there were some key lessons that we've referenced. Number one, it's different from just in intruding on your prospect by sending an email or by calling them. You're actually engaging with them. They're taking action because the maven is validating you and your agency. Straight away from his very first one, first one he bought up 54k. Very first one. Now imagine you actually start to scale this. I want you to see though that even beginners can get this up and running. Both Alex and both Charles is the first time they ran through this. Now we've got members who've 10x their business. That's 10x. They've gone from um, 10k to 100 grand a month. That's a month. A one-person company, um, because we're using one-to-many strategies, and that's what I want you to think about. You know, it's really focusing on creating systems and creating scale. Now, Charles referenced um, a template. This is one of one of our templates, and this is a template Charles used. Um, so we got templates for all these things. So when you're on a webinar, you don't just hold a webinar with a Maven. There's actually a set of steps you go through. There's actually um, there's certain things you must do on the webinar. But if you can imagine you have a conversation with a client and you're sat across the desk and you have that conversation, that sales conversation, you've got some form of script or way you engage with the client. And with a webinar, after having done hundreds of webinars, we've got exactly the same. And when you apply it, when it works, you're not getting just the one sale, you're getting multiple sales. You're not getting one lead, you're getting multiple leads. Really exciting stuff. So when I said to you before about what Henry Ford said, if they asked me what they wanted, they would have wanted faster horses. If I asked you what you'd want, I want a better script or a way of talking to more clients. No, you don't want to be talking to clients one-to-one. -one. You want a way of talking one-to-many. This is your Henry Ford moment. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. What have you learned so far? So what did you learn from Charles? What did you learn from Alex? What have you learned from us so far? What did you notice and what would you like to share? Let's type in the box. Okay, so how easy is it to get these speakers to speak? Um, as Alex said, extremely easy. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. We've tried and tested this now um, over many years. We've actually now got a pre-written email template that we send out to, to Mavens. And the lowest response rate, about 25%, the highest is 76%. So that means if you approach um, 100 Mavens, 76 will come back and say, yeah, I'll speak for free. These are the same guys who charge $5,000 to speak at a conference. Um, 
and it works because well we've learned over time it's, it's uh you know if you asked me this five years ago we wouldn't have the same systems in place we did now but um yeah you need to be focusing on what's in it for them what we're looking ultimately for you is this you want certainty in your business you want certainty in your life you know you don't want to be in a relationship where you're worrying about your your wife your husband leaving you because you've got money problems or whatever problems you've got going on you don't want to be in a business whereby you're worrying about where your next client's coming from it's not a good place to be so that certainty comes by systems it comes from a systematic approach you know if you follow in it follow the set of steps X will happen if you put five units into the system 20 are going to come out you all know exactly what you're dealing with and that certainty comes via systems now the chap I mentioned just now he came to us Ken foreignstaffing.com um, real person real business doing $8,000 a month needed clients um, wasn't sure if he even having a business in the future now 100k a month 100k a month that happened in less than six months he's now got a business he's looking to grow to five to ten million so he's created a a million plus business in less than half a year because he's focused on becoming a maven he's when you apply the maven strategy you then become a maven because so many world-class speakers endorse you and authors and leaders endorse you you become a maven your business grows so there's five key principles to grow in your agency grab your pen grab your paper five key principles to, to 2x to 10x your business number one really important I want you to drop the old habits I asked you at the top of the hour drop the old habits focus on what Henry Ford said you don't want a faster horse you want a car that's what we're talking about now drop the horse I'm showing you the car drop the old habits number two take the shortcut to be an expert you can go out there and you can try and write a hundred documents yourself or 200 blogs over the next five years kill yourself or you can take the shortcut you can get transference of trust what we've done it didn't happen straight away we tried and we failed we tried and we failed and we failed many times but now I've just demonstrated to you part of the process and give you a bit more in a second when you endorse um, and you implement the strategy Mavens endorse you magic happens take the shortcut to being an expert number three think hundreds not all leads are the same if you pick up the phone you you contact clients or if you send out emails you treat every client the same no have a system whereby 500 clients a thousand clients come through your funnel and of those 10% raise their hands and say yeah I'm ready to move now and I trust you that's who you follow up with not all leads are the same and also not all leads are going to be ready to move straight away they may not trust you so you need to go through a cycle a few times or they might not be buyer ready they might not have budget so think hundreds think one to many think big number four do this before your competitor does do it before your competitor does there's only so much um, so many mavens in the marketplace now we created the strategy we created the strategy and being completely transparent I learned some of this from a guy called Jay Abraham in, in America um, a guy who charged $25,000 for a weekend um, but the actual application and implementation to recruitment is something we created and we failed many times we failed many times but now we've got a process it's down pat we got a hundred percent track record hundred percent of getting mavens for clients hundred percent so make sure you do it before your competitor does because it works in every single niche the key is you must be in a niche but do it before your competitor does 
Number five, document the process. When you document the process, you can outsource it, and then you can scale. So you might do the first few webinars, but then what happens is if you can document the process, an outsourcer, a VA, someone in your business can do it in the background. So every single week or every single month, you've got a Maven webinar happens that grows and grows and grows. And when you run a Maven webinar, guess what happens? You've got 60 minutes of world-class gold from a speaker who normally charges $5,000 to speak at an event. You've got this content. What can you do with it? It's a webinar that you're going to record and go onto YouTube. It's a webinar you're going to strip into an MP3 and put on iTunes. It's a webinar you're going to transcribe and make into articles. It goes on and goes on and it goes on. You've got so much content that will come keep pointing back to you. So when someone Googles that, that um, Maven's name and they search for that Maven, guess what they find? You. Now here are templates that we use in our inner circle. You should document everything you do. All our clients have these systems, have these tools, have these templates. You must do the same. Then you get the freedom. So what you need to do is think about this. Stop the inconsistency. Stop the good month, the bad month, good month, bad month, good month, bad month, good. And back to bad. You need to stop that inconsistency. So you need to create consistency with the system, with the machine. So what we discussed today is this. If you look at um, two elements there, we've got the recruit marketing machines, which you know, which you, you know we, we build. We build and work with you on. You work in your business, you work on your business. So today we focused on level two. Just really focused on bringing in your lead funnels, bringing in client leads. But when you go through level ones, level two, level three, level three, get into the automation one to many. Then working on the business, it's where you get the scale. You now you've got a 24 seven lead gen machine. This is where the real growth happens. So what I've shown you today, I'm not going to go into this now, it's just one part of the process. But I want you to realize that if you're serious about building your agency, you need to remove yourself from the process. You need to be creating, creating systems that work when you're away. We call it the jungle test. If you go away on holiday for a month, will your business still run? If you set up systems, it will. If you don't, you're in trouble. So there are five principles that you must use to scale your business. Number one, sounds really simple, but it's the most important, know your outcome. If I ever speak to you, the first thing I'm going to ask you is this, what is your outcome in 12 months from today? What's, what niche are you in? Who is your client? Who is your candidate? What are your metrics? I want to know what your average fee is and what your revenue is going to be in 12 months. Divide one by the other, we've then got the number of placements we need. I then know the number of candidates you need. I then know the number of clients we need. Then we can reverse engineer the steps. If you don't know what you're moving towards, if you don't know what your business wants to look like in 12 months, you're in trouble. You can't just go through this and meamble through it. The strategy is dictated by where you're moving towards. The niche, the client, the candidate, the fees, the number of placements. Next principle, conversion comes first. Conversion comes first. If you run a webinar and then you get one person showing up, it's not converting. If you run a webinar and 100 people show up, it's converting. So you get conversion happening first, then you scale. Then you throw more mavens at it, then you throw more traffic at it. And that's where I've seen businesses grow 10 times over in as little as six months because they focus on conversion, then scale. They're systematic. They got an idea that what they want is an outcome for 12 months. Focus on conversion, then scale.
Now, when you do this properly, I want you to be creating turnkey systems like McDonald's. You go to McDonald's anywhere in the world. The, the burger, the, the Big Mac, tastes exactly the same. Why? Because you've got turnkey systems down to the ingredients, the process, the way the staff handle the food, they cook the food. Same with your business. You want a set of steps to work while you're not there. And ultimately, your job is to work on the business, not in the business. It's to work on it. And that's where the second four boxes come from, from the recruiter marketing machine. Your job isn't to be making all the calls or to be um, sending out the emails. Your job is to work on the business and make sure the systems are there to grow it. Now, let me ask you a question. Fork in the road time. Are you going to keep moving down the path of contacting clients one-to-one? -one? Um, keep doing things in the same fashion that you've always done? Picking up the phone, trying to, trying to get referrals, hoping that things will be good this month, working crazy hours? Or are you actually going to step up and think, right, where do I actually want to be in 10 years' time, 5 years' time, 12 months' time, 6 months' time, 30 days' time? Can you keep on the same treadmill you're on now? So you've got an option of two paths, really. You've got to think strategically, which pays off huge, or do you keep running around like an amateur-type company and um, keep chasing your tail? Now, I don't mean to say amateur in a drogatory way. What I mean by that is the way you feel in the business, the way you actually feel when you're getting up early and working late and the pressure you're feeling. Nowadays, mavens can endorse you and get clients coming to you. Nowadays, you can speak to hundreds of clients at a time. You don't need to be chasing one to many. But that comes down to you and only you making a decision. No one else can make a decision. If you and I ever speak, I would never want to get on the call to you call with you and you be fluffy and not know and um and ah and well I'm not quite sure you're not serious about your business you've got options you move forward with the times or you keep doing what you've always done now I actually ensure I surround myself with, with doers and, and um, real drivers and action takers because you cannot be around anything less than that nowadays. It's your business. It's your business. I'm going to be a father very soon. I would not let anything impact my ability to care for my family. You need to be treating this seriously. This isn't some woo-woo 60 minutes together. It's about making a decision. Now, what I want to do with you is share a model. Share a model that from last year we trained um, over 12,000 recruiters so we got quite a lot of intel into, into uh, what really works what doesn't work in, in the recruitment space and I've spoken with an awful lot of recruiters I've seen firsthand what works I've seen firsthand the mistakes that are being made so what I want to do is to take you through what I've seen. Now we we deal largely with the UK, USA, Canada, Australia, um, other elements of Europe and South America, but there are consistent traits we see time and time again. Time and time again. And we see a consistent model. Things that work and things that do not work. 
And it's really interesting because when you see this happen, you can almost guess within five minutes of speaking to a recruiter where they are and how serious they are. Like I say, if we ever do speak, I'd enjoy that. I really want you to be someone who takes your business seriously. But from what I've seen, there's there's different elements nowadays in in the uh, recruitment space. And there's really six different levels that I see recruiters at. Number one, we've got the we've got the startup recruiter. So this is someone who's maybe working on a desk and he's thinking about setting up his own business. You know, he's thinking about it. Why am I getting paid a fraction of the fees? Next is the guy, the girl. She's jumped. Massive respect for you. You start up, you start up an agency. Huge respect for you. You've taken the ball by the horns. I'm going to do it. Then what we've got is those who've they've been in business and they've got a handful of clients and they're working like dogs and it's happening. But do you know what? It's really, really tough. But you could call it some form of stability. They're heads above the water. The next phase is where from the outside world we've got what looks like success. We look at them we think they're doing really well. They're doing really, really well. Little do we know they're working 16 hour days and they're killing themselves and their marriage is falling to pieces. But from the outside world it looks really successful. Then we've got those who are in scale. Those who've got the, the money's now flowing in. They've got a better grip on things. It's not right but they're in more of a place where things are flowing. And then we've got those who are looking for significance. And they've got significance. I don't mean like I'm a big deal. I mean those who can really choose where they spend their time. They can really spend what they, what they do and where they, uh, where they actually spend their time with their family and, and, and their, work, their workforce. Now what I've seen is this. What it really looks like is, in terms of income, I think those down at the startup, they're earning zero to five k a month. Then those in startup agency, they normally work earning five to ten k a month, maybe. Then we got those in stability, they're earning ten to twenty k a month. Then those that are in success, generally around twenty to forty k. Figures can fluctuate a little bit. Then we got those at forty to eighty k a month. Then we got those at one hundred sixty k plus a month. So those sort of figures we see time and time again. Now for those who actually taken the gambit and actually now own their agency, we've got the, the second part of the puzzle which is the amount of time we're putting into it. So what we see is those down here who are on a desk and are a start recruiter, they're really doing it in their spare time. In their spare time. Then we've got those who are startup agencies, they're doing it in their part time but maybe also into full time. And for those who are stable, the agencies who are stable and they're actually spending all their time to live and breathe this and make it work, these guys are definitely in full time. Definitely. But now the success, what I see is this. Those who are, quote, successful, they're working crazy hours. They're in overtime. They've got marital problems. They don't see their kids. Stressed. Good months, bad months. But outside world looking in, they must be doing okay. They're getting some really good fees. But they're not actually living the dream. There's a bit of pain underneath it. And for those who are scale, they got some money. They got the money, but they're still working like a dog. And those who are in significance, 
they can focus where the time is. They've now got systems and, and freedom. They've got more free time. Now, I don't know where you are on this. It could be there your let me just find a nice color what we see it splits like this you've got three distinct areas three distinct areas for recruit recruits in this area we've got those in the bottom and these guys are in they're in hunt mode they're hunting. They're doing everything they can to get their first clients, to get their candidates on board. They're in hunt mode. Tough place to be. But they're doing everything they can to make it happen. Next, we've got those in build. They've now got no option but to make this work. They have to make this work. They've put their life savings on the line. They need to get it for their kids, for their wife. They have to make it work. They're in build mode. And we've got these guys who are in flow. So the money's in. They might not quite be in a really good state. But if they send out an email, if they send out um, an invite to a webinar, they're going to fill it up. They've got the systems in place. If they set up an event with a maven, they know they're going to fill it out. They know they're going to get clients come to them after that webinar. They've got the ability to scale. Those in build mode down here, these guys are pretty exhausted. They're shattered. They haven't got much time with the families. And those down here in hunt mode, they're looking for their first clients. So I don't know where you are on the scale, but there's really three key areas we focus on. Three key areas. And ultimately, what we're looking at is this. don't know where you are but if you're definitely in the top four stability success scale significance the next couple of minutes might be of use to you if you're in the bottom two it may be it may not it would depend on you now I don't know where you are you might be in in hunt mode looking to get into build you might be in a startup agency looking to get stable you might have quote stability you might be on doing 10 20k a month and you're looking to get the 40 80k a month it could be you, you're on 40k a month, but you want to be getting to 80k a month and you want to have systems in place to automate and grow. It could be you want to set up automation right from the get-go. So it might be relevant to you, it might not. I don't know where you are, but it depends on where you are on that scale. But what I, do, what I want to do is focus on three key things. I want to focus on number one, you becoming the expert. Because that's absolutely key. The mavens give you that expert status expert status. I want to focus on three things. Number one, you going from being a no one to being an expert. Next, I want to focus on going from one to one to you speaking to hundreds of clients at a time. And next, I want to focus on you using the phone and calling to you getting inbound. Clients come to you. That's where you should be focusing. Now, if you're in definitely in stability, success, scale, significance, but you're looking to move up a level, and if you're looking to go from being a no one to an expert, from one to one, to getting hundreds of client leads at a time, or being in front of clients at a time anyway, and then getting leads from there, or moving from the call to inbound systems, 
Then the next step is to have a quick 10 minute chat. A quick 10 minute chat just to work out really if or how you can apply these in your business. So you've got really two options, the slow way or the fast way. It's really that simple, the slow way or the fast way. Now you've got to decide how you're going to do this. So I don't know how you're going to move forward now. You really need to work out how quickly you want to move forward and what the, what the key drivers are for you. But what I want you to really think about is the next step is to jump on a 10 minute call to really to work out if or how it can work for you. If it works out that these strategies can work for you, then what we'll do is we'll jump into a 45 minute strategy call and then I'll, um, I'll dig in deep and I'll actually lay out the strategies you should be applying. But the first thing you want to do is have a 10 minute call, a 10 minute fast fact finding call. And that's really just to work out where you are now identify what your roadblocks are and I'll be really transparent with you and tell you listen um, this isn't going to work for you for whatever reason um, but if it can work for you I'll tell you exactly what you should do I'll give you the next steps but as I say we're not right for everyone these strategies are not right for everyone so if you are in the startup recruiter mode it might not be for you if you're not one who actually look at one to many or focus on you becoming the expert it might not be for you if it is for you and you want to have a 10 minute chat and I can then just quickly assess your business and see where you are now and see what the best um, thing to do have a 10 minute get acquainted call now I want to be respectful of your time and be respectful of my time so I don't want to waste your time so if after the call I think there are strategies that can be applied my assistant will reach out to you and she'll schedule a 45 minute strategy call that will be at no cost the 10 minute call will be at no cost but I say I don't want to waste your time and I don't want you to waste my time so if you go to rmi.acuityscheduling.com and then if you fill out the, there's a quick set of questions there for you. So if you go there and if you, um, number one, make sure you choose the right time zone for you. Number two, select the first option. And number three, select your time. Make sure you choose your time zone. We'll jump on that 10 minute call. Then what we're going to do is have a, a planning session. So the first thing I want to do is really see what your agency looks like now. I want to see what's happening in your agency now. Next, I want to see where you are today, and this is where I want you to be transparent with me. So when you book your appointment in, there's a set of questions for you. The more information you give me, the more I can come to the call prepared. If you fill out one-line answers, um, I'll be honest, I'm probably not going to give you my time. If you're not serious about giving me serious um, information about where your business is and how you can apply these strategies, um, then I'm not going to waste my time on, um, on that call. And I'm not going to waste your time either. But if you give me information and really tell me where you are now, no one else is going to see this. It's 100% confidential. So tell me where you are now and tell me what the roadblocks are. What we'll then do is map specific strategies to your specific situation. And on that call, what we're going to do is this. On the 10-minute call, we're going to really have a fact-finding audit and find out where you are now, find out what's really stopping you, find out what can be achieved by moving forward and really applying strategies. But it's really getting to grips on where you are now. So I don't want it dressed up, I want you to drop the mask and tell me where you are. Now on the 45 minute call, on the strategy call, I'm going to lay out the tracks. I'm going to give you the step by step system, step by step implementation. So even if I think, you know what, we're not a fit and there's no way that I, I can help you, what I'm going to do is give you the very next steps you need to take. I'm going to give you the very next steps. I'm also going to give you some um, um, documents and planning things you can take away and use to really model. 
So the more information you give me when you go to the call now, when you go to the put the call now. And by the way, technical people on the call, could you please put a button below the um, put a button below the webinar if there wasn't one there already, so the guys on the call can just click on that and uh, and um, go straight through to the to the page. I think you might have done it already, but I can't see from here. So the more information you give me, the more I can help you. Then what I'm also going to do is this. I'm going to give you a fast action plan. I'm going to give you a client CV and certainty report. We've already showed you how to attract, convert, and automate your business. Automate your agency to get more clients and candidates. Now, what you're going to get after that 10-minute call, if we get on that 10-minute call and we have a 10-minute session and we think, do you know what? You've got a really good niche. You've got a really good idea about um, what you're looking to achieve. You've, got, you've been really honest about what's stopping you. I think there's a as a way you could really move things forward, what I'm going to do is follow him. I'm going to send you a fast action recruitment marketing plan. I'm going to send you the ignition report. Tell you what it's like to have an agency, a business that runs using this. I'm going to send you a 20 minute strategy video. And then we're going to have a one to one strategy call where we map out the specific strategies to your specific situation. So we're going to do that on the 45 minute call. The 10 minute call will happen first. So 10 minute calls completely just a really quick in and out, take 10 minutes of your time. I just want to see where you are and just understand about your marketplace and what's holding you back. Strategy call, I'm going to give you the tracks. So with that saying, I'm going to wrap up the call. Speak soon, everybody. Take care. And again, thank you for your engagement. Take care. Bye-bye. Discover how to build your recruitment employment agency using one to many automation and inbound strategies before anyone else in your market specialization. Check out RecruitmentMarketingInternational.com.